All right, friends, family, team, it is season nine, episode two. And I got an air horn and we got cameras for this week. Cameras? I didn't know you had the air horn. I'm more excited about the air horn. Yeah, I know. I didn't tell any of you guys about it, but now I'm just going to be holding it every episode. It's going to be great. awesome. Is it like a USB chargeable air horn? No, it's just a little guy who I got at the bookstore. I'm starting to read more. It's not a big thing. It's not about me. Let's get on with it. Um, Wait, is that your new oops? Yeah. Um... All right, so season nine, episode two, we got some things to talk about. Um, we'll shout out uh, Damar Hamlin and his family at the beginning, and then we'll try and get into it as much as we can. Uh, we got some stuff to talk about movie-wise, um, streaming service-wise, and a couple things maybe to watch, a couple things not to watch, and then we're just going to get into some sports things, some sports news, and um, then I'm going to tell you how to get rich this weekend. So... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast. Let's get it. You can come get me. I'm in the all right everybody welcome in no brady today he's out there bowling 300s and we all learned that he's actually really good but before we dive into this week's episode um On Monday Night Football, DeMar Hamlin went to the ground and is now breathing. We got that update that he's breathing, and his first words apparently were, who won the game? So Football guy. What a guy. That's pretty intense and really awesome to hear that he's back um, somewhat, and we hope that he can come to a full recovery recovery soon enough. Um, Something I wanted to say right off the bat was I know we don't have a huge following, and I'm, I know that people probably aren't expecting much from us on this topic, but we've all played sports up until father time told us there's no longer a way for you to play anymore. And freak of nature accidents happen throughout, and that's always in the back of an athlete's head, and for it to be on live TV for all of us to see was incredibly, incredibly scary for everybody involved. Yeah, just seeing the, like, right when it happened, like, you know, I was sitting there, like, looking at my phone, like, going back and forth. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I didn't actually see it happen. I just saw, like, all of a sudden you saw players were rattled. Right. And then, like, Joe Buck, which, shout out Joe Buck, he handled that with such class. But, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, my God, there's an ambulance going on in the field. All right, this is not a football hit. And then you start looking, you're like, was it a dirty hit? Did he hit his head? You're like, no, clean hit, just impact, got up, and just fell right back down. Mm-hmm. Just bizarre. Been yeah. really glad he's on the road to recovery. Yeah, it was shocking to say the least because of how it happened. Because on the surface, it, lo- it looks like a football play. A wide receiver makes a catch and he pushes his, pushes his shoulder down to try and gain a few extra yards. And DeMar Hamlin braces himself, takes the tackle, brings T. Higgins down. Hamlin pops right back up and then he collapses. Yeah. Whichever Bills player realized that he wasn't breathing is a literal lifesaver. Yeah, and I, I heard it was some people on the um, training staff as well 
Yeah, like the assistant trainer who was like very certified, I don't mean very certified, but like new CPRs, like I guess they said like that's responsible for saving his life. Yeah. Not only that, he was resuscitated on the field. So they brought out a heart defibrillator, ripped his pads off. Yeah. And one of the players ripped the jersey. Yeah. Whoever that was, again, a lifesaver. So, and I mean, you, you think about it, like during the football season, these players, they're traveling together. They're practicing week in and week out. They're playing games. They're going home. They spend more time with each other than they do with their own families. This right. would be like watching your brother potentially dying. Yeah. And, and then the NFL said five minutes, get back out there. You know, I didn't even really want to get into that, but like, yeah, they did. And uh, I don't know if that was like the referees being like, okay, let's, let's play. Right. And, um, but all we really have to say is that it, it, the game didn't go on, which is how it should have been. Demar's well-being and him being in the right spot of where he needs to be was the only thing that mattered right then. And I, Understand that there's a lot of takes um, and some of the dumb ones that included like fantasy championships and finishing this game for seeding. All that mattered was him getting safety, getting to safety, understanding what's going on and how can we make it better immediately. And that's what happened. It immediately showed you how insignificant the game, your fantasy football team is. Yeah, nobody fucking cares. Who gives a fuck about your team even like it's championship championship week, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is this man's life, right? Yeah, yeah he's going to live with the effects of this for God knows how long. And you know what? He was out there living his dream right before it happened, and he may never be able to do that again. I think he and his family should be entitled to the NFL pension program, yeah, which requires you to play five years, which again is absurd because how many NFL players do you know that play five years? Sure, the ones we know off the top of our head, but how many guys like off the practice squad sure. or off off like a seventh round draft? Yeah, I, I agree. He's a hundred percent be you know, that's just ridiculous that's I mean, five years. You even have superstars that don't make it that long. Yeah. Do you do you guys see like the you know, that's the last thing I'll say on this crazy, crazy statistic I saw. Four of the craziest injuries in primetime football have all happened in Cincinnati. Yep. Antonio Brown, when he got hit by Montez Burfitt. When he got CTE. See, like, when that changed yep. him, Ryan Shazier got paralyzed in the field. Tua, when he had that bad injury this year. And then that, I was like, whoa. Yeah, holy cow. Just verified all the players not wanting to play on turf and wanting to play on grass. Sure, all of those injuries could easily happen on grass. Yeah. But it's just more fuel to the fire. I sure. think that the Again, NFLPA should have a higher saying in the yeah surface of their playing field because they're the ones playing right and again it's it's now only about when is he going to be better and keeping us updated and all we can do right now is give people their love when they need it most so like right now um tell the people around you you love them love you love you love brady even though he's not here um but everyone that's the that's the moral of the story is like it, we wait until the worst times to express the love that we have for everything. So do it randomly. It's fun. And it makes a people's day. So, uh, tomorrow we wish you Godspeed and, uh, prayers, thoughts to you and your family and friends. It was extremely heartwarming to see the, the donations yeah. overflowing. Like 
That GoFundMe account had a goal of twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, it's like eight million now. I think now he can buy everyone VR headsets, a PS five, and an, the new Xbox. Yeah, if he, he so wanted. Yeah, and he does so much for everything across the board, his community, everything. So uh, to get him back would be awesome, and I hope that when he gets healthy enough, he can see and hear all the love that's been given to him. Rest, rest up. Yep. Um, all right. Prayers up, family, thoughts, all the good stuff, uh, speedy recovery, and... Um, Last thing I'll say. Yeah. He made an immensely big play this season in one of his first starts as an NFL player. When he sacked Zach Wilson at the goal line when the Bills were tied with the Jets to force them to a field goal which then got the Bills the ball back with about a minute and 15 seconds left. Yeah. Bills go down and score a touchdown and win the game. That tackle, that sack, Mm -hmm. could be DeMar Hamlin's legacy. Like, that was an incredible play and a well re Like, it was an option play. Like, he could have guarded the tight end, but he knew he had a faster route to to Zach Wilson, the quarterback, who wasn't making the decision. And he he made a game-winning play. Yeah. I mean. All right. Um, yes. Yes, he did. We did it. <laughs> Prayers up for DeMar. Prayers up for DeMar. Let's uh, see more. That We'll see. Hope maybe see more of that one day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So, James, you have a little bit of a bugaboo going on right now about movies. Yeah. And we, give, give me the rundown so I'm familiar. So, pretty much, like, you know, we all love movies. We love going to the movie theater. It's always fun to go in the movie theater, have a good time. Um, I know obviously since COVID, like, you know, streaming services, obviously like, you know, changed a lot, like the way we look at movies, but like take the movie Babylon, for example, that like all-star cast, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, like if this was pre-COVID before all the streaming, people would be like, oh, this is going to be great. Like it's an Oscar movie. Now it's like it bombed so bad at the box office because people know, oh, I'm just going to see it on streaming in a couple weeks. Like, what's the point? Like, I feel like these days we just get excited about like Avatar, Star Wars, like any Marvel movie. Like I think like movie theaters are going to be either obsolete in the next 10 years or it's just going to be for special attractions for movies like that. And I think it just sucks. Yeah. Well, I think it's because of like, I I hate that Brady isn't here right now, but it's people with Brady's mindset about movie theaters. I love going to the movie theater. No, I know, but he thinks that every time he goes to a movie theater, it's like that has to be the best movie I've ever seen or else why did I go to a movie theater? Yeah, that is. Which is a moronic thing to say. I would say that's I, not healthy to and I And I feel bad burying him while he's not here because he has no way to defend himself right now. But <laughs> going to the movie theaters is an experience. It's how the movie was made to be shown. Exactly. It's not being shown like while you're sitting on your bed 15 feet away from a tiny little screen on your uh, cabinet. That's what it is. That's the word. Um, and so... The experience is, you know, getting that popcorn, getting that cherry Coke, and enjoying Yes! Yeah. Those two so, things. I was exactly. about to be like sounds, five words. I'm, I'm <laughs> movie like, theater, popcorn, cherry Coke. Which, I, I, big, big idea, movie theater drive throughs So we, if you don't want to go see the movie, you can still get the movie theater popcorn. That's, that's how <laughs> reverse innovations happen, because there were drive-in theaters 
James, like, you legit took 30 seconds to go get that popcorn. There's no need to go get But now I'm like thinking about movie theater popcorn. You know, it's a Thursday night. People might be going oh, out yeah, to see yeah, a movie. Yeah. Like, I'm going to look like a total fucking weirdo if I do that. Yeah. But no, if you said the quick drive through in the back of Lake Theater, like, oh, hey, like medium popcorn and a cherry <laughs> Coke. And you can go buy a cherry Coke from like Target or where, wherever fucking where. Yeah, but it's, it's not, not the same. It's, not, it's like it's getting not a Coke same. from McDonald's. not going to taste the yeah. same. Yeah, it's by no means the same. It's like my uncle who has uh, so many Diet Coke a day he's like he has a list of like the best ones and like he's like this one isn't the same it's like he thinks that the ones sold in costco's cans are different than the ones they sell at jewels cans well that's just dedication right it, there. it really is and like i mean i can sometimes taste the difference between like a couple like coors or bud or millers or whatever i can maybe like for the batch but we're also built different yeah exactly but i guess when you have that much dc you can totally feel the difference. But out of the gun, I or out of the... I drink a lot of DC. Uh-huh. You absolutely can. So yeah. he is on to something. Yeah. And, I mean, it's the same thing as, like, with beer. Like, Natty Light is skunked Bud Light. Mm-hmm. That's literally all it is. It's the beer that they couldn't can in time. Yeah. And so it's... It is a little bit different. And so, shit. Maybe he is, like... like he is like a Pokemon League champion of Diet Coke. <laughs> he might be, we to should, be completely honest. We should do like, a, you know, on one episode, we should do like get a regular Coke, a McDonald's Coke, a cherry Coke, and like a classic cinema's Coke and do like a blindfolding taste test. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we should do that. And then also, too, back to movie theaters, why they're so great. It's like, even if like... Your buddy's like, hey, let's go see this movie. You're like, all right, I don't really want to go. Still got the snacks. You still got endless amounts of snacks there. And if your movie theater doesn't do free refills on popcorn, shame on them. But that's okay. While we're on the topic of movies, free refills is so fucking stupid because of the fact I don't want to leave the theater while the movie's going on. I can't pause it. Well, you can make the loser sit in the the aisle that's like, hey, you're sitting aisle. Go get the popcorn. Yeah, that would be a hilarious fantasy punishment if you just like waited a year for a movie to come out. And then it's just like every time somebody needs something, you have to leave the movie. Like you get, you get back down like, all right, here are your like Reese's Pieces popcorn. Ah, oh, dude, I need another cherry Coke. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. Son of a bitch. Also, speaking of cans and free refills, uh, I went to go see the new Avatar at the Pickwick in LaGrange. This fucking place broke every single one of their soda dispensers. And they were like still selling their deal of like a large drink and popcorn that was refillable. And they handed, they went as far as handing us the empty cups to go fill our own drinks. And then I like went to the machine and be like, the fuck is wrong with this? And they're like, oh, here's a can of Diet Coke. Not the drink that you wanted, but here, take it. And also, the popcorn isn't, like, refillable. So I paid $15.99, probably, like, $17.5 plus tax, Mm -hmm. to get exactly not what I ordered. (laughs) And I felt like I had just got fucked. And then the movie, again, like what you were saying, it's a blockbuster. It's supposed to be great. Sure, visually amazing. The storyline... Sucked eggs. Fuck that movie. Fuck James Cameron. (laughs) He's a chump. He literally wrote Pocahontas two different ways. Twice. Yeah, I've heard it's like, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's just like, it's like, 
oh yeah, take a gummy. We don't do drugs, but take a gummy and go sit in the movie theater and watch it. It's like visually stunning, but yeah, some people are like I not had very big. Four gummies, and it still wasn't like breathtaking. Yeah, see, Brez, I'm thinking like you were pissed, obviously, about that Coke deal or whatever, like not going, like not being what you thought it was going to be for the soda and the popcorn. There were probably some like hillbillies from the trailer park wearing fanny packs that probably like went batshit crazy. Here's where I'm lying. I actually wasn't the one to pay for the popcorn and shit. <laughs> How dare you? Um, not a man of honor. Hey, I paid for dinner before. Uh, from where? An all-you-can-eat sushi place, and it was like $60. You had a so coupon, like, probably. <laughs> not that cheap. <laughs> I grew Wait, no, it. I got this. He's like, Fred's pulls it yeah. out. Like, oh, it. free all-you-can-eat sushi. <laughs> no. Dude, free all-you-can-eat sushi. What a damaging report that could be. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, but I still haven't seen Avatar. I still really want to, even though everybody says it stinks. Visually um, amazing. Yeah, I know. The visuals are... They got to be top notch. I, I like a good uh, story in a movie, though. Like the story of one hundred percent, like dude. Big Daddy. That's a classic but, story. But I am a simpleton. I can get soaked into the worst storyline like a child. I love shitty movies. Yeah, and shitty movies are the best to talk about. Nobody wants to talk about Citizen Kane unless you have that contrary opinion, like I do, where it's an average movie at best. No, I don't like that movie at all. Yeah, it's because it's not our time. It's like people I, who like get mad at like friends or the office for being so raunchy. It's like fucking stop. Just like it yeah, like different I, time. I'd rather yeah. talk about Grandma's Boy than Citizen Kane. Yeah, for <laughs> Well, Grandma's Boy is a fucking top-notch movie. Dude, that's that a, that's one of the first movies I saw boobs in. That's a top-notch cinematic <laughs> masterpiece. Yeah. Um anything Oh, I have you guys heard of the show uh Kaleidoscope? Uh, no. I, I've been seeing people talk about it on Twitter. So Kaleidoscope is a heist show in which you can watch in any order and it'll still make sense. That That's too, no, I, I don't like that. breaks my brain. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. So immediately I was like, my first thought was, I'm going to watch it in the wrong order. There's no way I can do this correctly. I don't like that. Nope. And uh, so Stephanie and I started it. I watched it in a certain order. I, I won't tell you guys unless you want me to. And then it turned out that most of these critics are like, you got to watch this episode last. And we watched it second. And I was like, well, fuck this show. They need to make that more blah, blah, blah. And then we just kept watching and I was fucking pissed. And then that camera died. So that was sick. And um, it's all right. It doesn't matter. Um, and so after that, I was like, oh, I'm so fucking bummed. But then there was two more episodes where I was like, it's okay. We're all right. So we'll see. It was pretty good. Did you put it through a random number generator for the number of episodes? No, just Is that went, Netflix. Just, yeah, it's Netflix. Just went strictly off vibes. Gotcha. Yeah. I would have been like, I'm going to fuck with you by using numbers. Yeah. And like be like, I debunked it. It's not the same. No, there's all the episodes are named after a color. That is nuts. Yeah, so it's like blue, green, violet, white, pink, uh, red, orange, yellow. And it makes sense. Dude, how complex and confusing would the writing be for that? So I thought the same way you're thinking. And once I started watching, it makes sense. So it's a heist, and the main heist is one of the episodes, obviously, most of the planning is a couple episodes. And so it's the way they put it on the screen of like a uh, kaleidoscope in whatever color it is. They put 
X amount before whatever time away from the heist. So it's like either weeks before, weeks after, mm. years before, we whatever. Blah, blah, oh. blah, blah. So, so it's a synchronous storyline. Yeah. And oh, I, okay. I think that legitimately the show would have just been solid had you just watched it chronologically. Like it would have been really, really good. And Why? Why the bullshit? Then? I don't like that stuff. That's that's like too yeah, much I of know. a my fuck. It's, it's throwing me off as well, and I get it, because like everybody's gotta do something new to like get some attention. And for yeah. and imagine like if you watched it in Roy G. Biv, like the color of the rainbow, and some fucking moron watched it the opposite way and hated it. Now you have controversy online, and that's exactly what shows want: is people online talking about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. Spot so, on. like, there's if you watch whatever episode they want you to watch last, if you watch it last, there's now only five thousand four hundred and six ways to watch it. Doctor Strange on us, man. I just memorized a number, not too oh. big of a deal. <laughs> yep, there you go. Uh, but yeah, super cool. Uh, something to look forward to, and. Scatabat Boop. Anything else you guys have watched or things you're anticipating coming out? Uh, I finished Ted Lasso. Oh, really? I loved it. Wow, that took a while. It's I, been out for a millennia. I like start, I watched the first season, then I'm like, all right, I liked it, and then I just stopped watching it. And then I, you know, I, I'm not going to lie, the World Cup is like, all right, I want to get back into Ted Lasso. And I thought yeah. the show was fantastic. Yeah, show's really, really good. Uh, shout out Jack Fitzgerald getting the Roy Kent chant going at O'Sullivan's public house one day. <laughs> no way. Oh, he like, cause we were talking about it. He just started going, Roy Kent. He's there. Yeah, he's, he's there. there. He's, he's every, every fucking where. Roy like, Kent. People, yeah. People just Roy started Kent. doing it. He's there. He's there. He's every fucking where. Roy Kent. Shout out Roy Kent. We love you. That's um, hilarious. fun fact, that guy was not even supposed to be in the show. He's one of the writers. And producers, yeah, that's hilarious. He like, well, I guess like they had somebody else signed up, and then like he started reading the lines. They're like, "You're gonna be Roy Kent." He was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. So he's actually one of the writers and producers of it. That's great. I didn't that's know that. That's pretty cool. Coach, actually, Coach Beard is also a writer. That he's I, great. Yeah, he's the best. We got we got to get some biscuits on this show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dude, biscuits. There's so many good little clips of that show. Uh, it's such a feel good show. It's just like. Is, it makes you happy to watch it. He deals with some mental health throughout it. And, like, obviously, that's a struggle for a lot of people, me included. And it's just such a lighthearted and easy approach to it all. And it's, and it's, it's good background noise, too, if you're just oh chilling, like, doing homework or whatever. Yeah. The craziest thing is I've tried to put it on as background noise, and I just get sucked in. 100%. Like, sometimes, like, I'll toss on New Girl, and it'll, I'll legit be on my phone or on my computer the entire time. It's if like I turn on Ted Lasso... I'm going to turn it on, play on my phone or whatever, and the next thing you know, I'm staring into the depths of Ted Lasso's eyes. It's got and that oh, it's so, beautiful it mustache. It sucks you in. Like, it has the power to do that. Yeah. And that beautiful mustache. And they're only half-hour episodes. so they're, they're very easy to go through. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. If a half-hour episode can suck you in, like, routinely, it's an objectively good show, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. Um, all right. James, um, I think it's I think it's about time, man. Um, yeah, I know. We do need to talk about the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> um, how was your New Year's? Terrible. Yeah. Just 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 felt like a knife just was stabbed in my heart. And I just kept saying, I'm like, I need this. Look, I need this. I need this. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was just terrible. And the whole game, like, you know, the way Ohio State's offense came out swinging, and I've been, handy guy, I've been one of C.J. Stroud's biggest critics. I'm like, he can't win the big one. He's just not Justin Fields. He's not Dwayne Haskins. And he, that kid put his fucking nuts on the table and balled out the whole game. But I just kept saying in the back of my mind, I'm like, there's a reason Georgia is number one in the country. There is a reason they are so good. I'm like, Ohio State's defense is not that good to begin with. Jim Knowles, highway robbery on becoming the defensive coordinator because he sucks. Nothing changed. It was still Kerry Combs. But um, no, it just, it was absolutely terrible. But you got to give Georgia credit. They didn't quit. Stetson Bennett, I was talking shit about him in group chats. I'm like, ha I'm like, I'm like, you learned so much from Matthew Stafford because you backed him up for five years. So, <laughs> but um, no, Matt it's- Matt Stafford. Yes, that's Stetson Bennett is a year younger than me, and he's out there slinging footballs. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That's yeah. scary. Should that's still scary. be there. Um, but it was a bonkers game, and then I'll go back to the second. The TCU-Michigan game, that game was on crack speed and meth at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was wondering how you felt through that, and then to have your game next. Um, I, I was just sitting there. I'm like, all right, Mike, here's the thing. If Michigan would have won, and it would have been Michigan-Georgia, I would have just been an absolute wreck. Yeah. Like, I would have just been, I'm like, all right, I got to deal with all these annoying old fucks who are just want to talk shit about Michigan. Like, I had a guy come out to me at work on Sunday. He's like, Ohio State's more embarrassing. I hope you know that, that they lost. I'm like, how? They yeah. were six and a half point underdogs, you fucking moron. Yeah. yeah. Was, Michigan was seven and a half point favorites. Favorites. They fucking yeah. lost outright. Yeah. It was a one versus four and a two versus three, and the four lost and the two lost. There's no way in hell that the four is more disappointing. Yeah, and I mean, it was just, it was, and you couldn't ask for more of just a better day of football. I mean, those games were great. It sucked the way it ended, but yeah. I mean, TCU, that kid, Max Duggan, he doesn't know how to say die. He's going to, I I don't think, I don't know what's going to happen in the national championship. I, I don't really think I'm going to watch it too much because it's just like, what's the point? Like, Georgia might just steamroll them because Georgia is obviously better than Michigan. Yeah, if you don't think that I'm putting in a, uh... Probably, realistically, probably $50 on TCU Moneyline. Why not? Why not? They're in the championship. 12 and a half now is the spread I saw. So, plus 350, 385. I don't give a fuck about how big the minus number is in front of Georgia. I might take out a loan to bet it. I mean. To bet Georgia? Yeah. Their money line? Their money line's got to be like three something. Exactly. But if I take out a loan of $10,000 win the bet, boom, I just pay off the $10,000, and then I get the winnings. I mean, I don't. I think right it's now... stupid. You, you think I'm pissed? You think Michigan fans are pissed? How fucking pissed is ESPN that they're not getting an Ohio State-Michigan national championship? I think they wanted Ohio State-Georgia. Uh-huh. Or, uh, Jesus, I'm stupid. Georgia-Michigan? Yeah. I don't... I, I think the ratings on that game, and I've said a million times, it would have been awesome... But here's my one thing, too. Do you guys see the thing that in L.A. you can't tailgate for the game at SoFi what? Stadium? College football is built off tailgating, and you can't tailgate? Yeah, no, that's, I, that's I'm, idiotic. I'm getting very sick of big, big events being done in L.A. Like, it, 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 that stadium is just hard to watch. I don't think it's cool. And State of California, figure it out! Figure it out. But back to... Back, Idiots! Back to the games. I think that they were fucking just so great to watch all of them in good time. But Ohio State, they have so many players coming back. And uh, if you notice one thing, C.J. Stroud hasn't declared for the NFL draft yet. They, yeah, that, that to I, me is actually insane. Bryce um, Young next day said, all right, I'm out. Thanks, Bama. 
Wait, like, say that one more time. Bryce Young. He's going to die <laughs> in the NFL, but wish him the best. Hey, okay, let's not joke. Take it easy, dude. Oh, Seriously, bad time. Cancel, Brez. Uh, oh, yeah, that was but stupid. No, here's, and I said it to Brady. I texted Brady. I said, you notice Stroud hasn't like, declared for the NFL? And Brady's like, dude, he's going to the NFL. He might be first pick. Now there's rumors on Twitter saying, like, C.J. Stroud's his, uh, draft speculation continues to grow. Like, I think he's so mad they lost, he might say, fuck it, one more time, let's do because it. Because they did everything they needed to do to deserve to win the game. They should have uh, won Ryan the Day. game. And now Ryan Day is saying he's giving up play calling. I'm like, great, Ryan Nagy. Ryan Nagy, I'm stuck <laughs> with fucking... Like, that's just a great sign for next year. Oh, your head coach, who's not supposed to be an offensive guru, is giving up play calling. Right. That is the last thing you'd like to see as a thing fan is, of a program. <laughs> yeah, you're the just guy like, you the offense hired. came out firing. They didn't make adjustments. They the the offense just didn't stop. I mean, like I was like, holy shit! I'm like Marvin Harrison Jr. could be first pick in the draft next year. As a yeah, I think he even should be as a casual casual college football fan. I, I I put my attention for sports in many places, but casual. Why? Is it that a lot of de- so many defensive players get drafted naturally, but why is every score five fifty to two fifty? You know, it's five hundred to two hundred every game. Does nobody have like a great defense? You got eleven guys on the field. You might have three to five great guys on the field at any given point. Yeah, but then the other eight, six to eight guys could just be average. I, and then if you're a good football team, you intentionally mismatch every single one of those matchups and you move guys around to make sure they get the matchup that you want. And those guys get sunned every single time on offense and defense. Like, I mean, with TCU, Quentin Johnson, he's had a few, a couple dud games because he get he gets matched up against an NFL corner. You know, like if I'm if I'm an NFL GM and I have like an early pick and I'm taking the first wide receiver off the board, I'm not taking him. Yeah. He screams Jalen Rager, same school too. Sure. He played against dog shit DBs and was bigger than all of them. What separation does he create? Is he an amazing route runner? No, he's just bigger than everybody else. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's not even like he's got like undroppable hands or something. He dropped a ball in the end zone in the championship game for the Big 12, which would have won them the game, and in the the game against Michigan. Like, the guy is holistically unremarkable to me. Sure, he's gifted He's because he's 6'5", but if he's got dicks for fingers, who gives a shit? Sauce Gardner's <laughs> going to lock him up. Sauce Gardner's in the NFL now. Yeah, I got Exactly, so and he's going to be lost. going against NFL corners <laughs> Every single week next year. Do you think that he's going to have a big 12 cornerback to go up against? No. You put him up in the slot, a linebacker is going to check his ass like three yards past the line of scrimmage, and he's not going to fucking run a route. What does that have to do? You just went like Stephen A. and Mel Kuyper all rolled into one right there. Okay, well, back to like what I was going to say, my last thing I'll say about defense. Sorry, I just ADD'd out on bot. 
Quentin Johnson not being the best wide receiver in the class. I was going to say, the only person I know on TCU is just Max Duggan. I don't even know any other players on their team. But um, the last thing I was going to say about defense, the one de- obviously Ohio State's defense has been sus all year, but the fact that Michigan's defense just got popped in the nose like that, like couldn't make a stop. They've been arguably one of the best defenses in the country. Right. They gave up more points in that game than their first nine games of the season combined. Yeah, I did see that set. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's... I, I guess Talk it's about just, shitting the bed. Yeah, I guess it's just about Afraid like the lights. it's the same way for any defensive play in anything. It's just like you can have your days, you can have your days, you know. And yeah, exactly. It's like and like yeah, the Bears are thinking about taking Jalen Carter. He did not have a good game against Ohio State. He yeah. did not. He was like invisible out there. Actually, well, I mean, the Bulls took Io, and we had a fucking in Io had a terrible March Madness, just like the worst. Yeah, that's when that's when they lost like pretty early, right? They like lost they, to Loyola. Were they a one seed? Yeah, they lost to Loyola, the eight seed. Fucking a. Um, last thing I'll say, Michigan fans, I'm sorry, but good old Uncle, J- uh, good old Uncle Jim Harbaugh is bye bye, <laughs> bye bye. He's off to the yeah, NFL. You, yeah, you can say bye to the cameras now. He preemptively <laughs> issued a statement saying he's not leaving, so he's as good as gone. Yeah, um, I'm not. Fucking he's leaving. like, there's a lot of speculation that I'm going to the NFL, but yeah, it's not true. I it's saw. Like, Nobody is even talking about NFL hires yet. Why would you say that? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like saying, I didn't do it. I didn't do it, Jim. Your hand's in the cookie jar, and like you got the crumbs <laughs> on your face. Yeah. yeah. But she caught me on the counter. Wasn't me. Somebody kissing on somebody. On the Ooh. sofa? Yeah. Wasn't hit, me. Hit it. Yeah. Um, all right. Championship yeah. predictions, TCU Moneyline, and the under. I might put money just straight up on TCU because I want it to happen. Right. Fuck it, Pat. I'll go TCU money line with you. Yeah, frogs, 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 frogs. frogs, frogs. I did see you got a shout out Barstool right away. They released a sweatshirt, MILF. Man, I love frogs. <laughs> That's great. Man, we need a t-shirt guy. Where's Merchy Mitch when you need him? We we, we need a t-shirt guy, and we also... Hey, shout out good geez. guy, Merchy Mitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good, Fantasy yeah, champion him, of the Washed Up Podcast League. And he said, you know what? Take my winnings and put it into Mar Hamlin's charity. Shout out, Mitch. Good yeah. guy, Mitch. Great guy, Mitch. Bigger total, man than me. Total piece of shit, but what a good guy sometimes. That's a great way to sum him up. But wait, while we're on the topic of college football, if anybody has a good hairdresser, because your boy needs frosted tips. Oh, yeah, baby. So James needs you to get You should get, get a tips. perm, too. Okay, Press, no, I'm not going to get a perm. <laughs> brick um, by brick, Press. So if anybody's got a good hairdresser that knows how to do frosted tips, I need to do it. I'm a man of honor. <laughs> I saw that I'm going to look like a freaking... Crusty toilet bowl cleaner, or I'm going to look like Zach Efron. So I here think we it's go. It's going to be Zach Efron. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Are uh, you keeping the beard or leaving the beard though? No, nah, I, I, no way I'm going to be able to have the beard with that. Like, I need to get like this is the longest my hair has been in a long time. Like, I need to get a haircut and then, like, can you do those at home by yourself or like is do what? frosted tips or like do you normally have to get them done by? You no, can, I, but uh, you have almost black hair, like brown, or do you? Have, are you? I got pretty dark hair. Like I. Have, Black yes. brown, dark brown so, hair. So, like, the first time I, like, in in quarantine. Tips? No, I tried to, like, bleach my hair. And I you have to, well, I tried to, like, dye it. And so, with dark hair, you have to take all the color out. So, I would have to bleach it first. So, hopefully, yours is light enough to which you can just do a little highlight on the tips. Yeah. Rather than, if I were to do it, I'd have to completely take the color out of my dark, dark hair. I all think right. JMO is going to have to do that. Ah. Shh. I don't think my hair is as dark as his, though. No, it's not. Yeah, it's I got. I'm. I'm dark. fucking almost jet black with a little bit of salt and pepper. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's a little brown. Yeah, you're a little lighter than me. Yeah, you're lighter. 
Oh, God. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. Um, all right. So, again, Brady isn't here for his rant, uh, but it's classic, classic Bulls. Um, we're moving on. Um, what, what was I doing for the move-ons? Um, that fits. Yeah. On to the NBA. So, it's time for the annual weekly update about the Bulls. What's going on, James? Sorry. No, I just, I'll tell you later. <laughs> Nothing that the viewers are going to like understand. Perfect. Good, smart. Smart choice. Um, so, <laughs> Patrick Williams, Brady is a huge, avid fan. Everybody knows. Um, Loves him. It's his favorite player. Yeah. Uh, Brez had the audacity to text the group last night saying, Pat Williams to finally showing signs when knowing that Brady isn't going to be here today <laughs> to defend himself at all. Very diabolical. That was, that was a little below the belt. <laughs> Very diabolical. <laughs> that was like an ADHD moment, like not even putting two and two together. But then I was like, yeah, that's a little <laughs> fucked up. You, uh, you, you like, you like, that was kind of mean almost. Cause you may have thrown him off his bowling game tonight. Like he's probably sitting there like going, God, Fucking damn it, that Patrick Williams. <laughs> no, he's not, though, because the Bulls won the game. Yeah, so DeMar... He might still be. So DeMar DeRozan, Patrick Williams, both of them had the same amount of points as Kevin Durant, and we won the game. How in the world does Pat Williams score 22 points? And then also DeMar scores 22 points when he had 10 going into the fourth. And then also KD scores 44. KD had 32 in the first half. Yeah. At the end of the first half, he had half of the Nets points. Wait, do we stay up the Nets streak? so many contested shots. Yes, we did. Against Patrick Williams. Yeah. That I watched the game and be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, it, you would never even make that in 2K. Like, it <laughs> doesn't even make sense. That guy is so damn good at basketball. Yeah. That it, it's almost frustrating. Like... Yeah, dude. I'm sure that's what every other fan in the NBA felt when they watched, like, Michael Jordan play. I mean, even, like, LeBron. Is he as good as MJ? No, he's not. Never will be. Who's the MVP trophy named after now? But I digress. (laughs) But what Kevin Durant, like, the gifted ability he has, like, if you put Kevin Durant's body around Michael Jordan's brain... 40 championships. Yeah. He's seven foot. And better hair. Yeah. And well, bald. he can shoot better than MJ? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, what attributes would you take from each of them? Would you just take... MJ's brain to start. Naturally. Whose tongue? Oh, MJ's tongue. Yeah, for, for sure. For sure. Physical build, LeBron. Because he's... He's big and he's thick. Oh, no, just between KD and Michael Jordan because we're crafting. Okay. Brain, MJ. Tongue, MJ. (laughs) Body, Kevin Durant. Shooting ability, Kevin Durant. Jordan's got good Finishing at the rim, MJ by a mile. Mid-range game, I already have KD's body, so MJ's skills. Uh, Passing ability and awareness, MJ. MJ. What about defense? MJ. MJ by a mile on defense. How the fuck teeth. else? He said teeth. I said teeth. Oh, teeth? Oh, for sure, MJ. Yeah, I say he's got Kevin great Durant, teeth. like, his, I think he's had braces twice, and his shit's still a little fucked up. Brush those teeth, Kevin. 
Yeah, they do look a little bit yellow. Like if you, <laughs> if, like if you did that, like filter where it's like, are your teeth white or yellow, and it would yeah. like dye them either way. His for sure would be yellow as fuck. Yeah. Um. All right. So yes, KD and MJ put them together would be probably hands down the most gifted, smartest, hardworking athlete in any field. Are we calling him Michael Duran or Kevin Jordan? Kevin Jordan. I think Michael Durant's got a good ring to it. It does, but Jordan needs to be involved. <laughs> okay, true. Kevin Jordan, yep. <laughs> you know, Whoever waits on Michael Durant or Kevin Jordan is never getting tipped. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> like, so both of them are just segment. cheap fucks. Who are being like, you're gifted by my presence, bitch. Yeah. If you multiply both of those together, it's like a super effective Pokemon move. Can you tell I've been playing the new Pokemon game? That's like, like, like my second I reference. Can, I can tell you're off your meds, Press. Oh, yeah. I checked out fucking weeks ago. I started a new job in like two days. Um, um, all right. So, uh, but Bulls win at home, snap the Nets streak, which was pretty chill. KD, 44. Kyrie, 25. Huge game by Pat Williams. And just a solidly fundamental game by the Bulls. Nobody over 25 points and move the ball efficiently. But game before, Donovan Mitchell gets 71 points. And we blow it. And we blow it. Because of see Donovan last... Mitchell having 71 points. He was involved. They said like in 99 points, like whether it was scoring or assists, he was like, or rebounding, he was like involved in. That's disgusting. And Lonzo Nick's... balls in the game. That doesn't happen. But no, we're not going well, to get other, into that. Here's the other thing. Who's you look caps? at the last two-minute report, the Bulls got fucked on four game-changing calls. Donovan Mitchell's lane violation for the dunk to tie it up. Uh, Jared Allen's travel with 12 seconds left when the Bulls were still winning. Billy like, Donovan's sitting there chewing his gum. No, Billy Donovan was losing his shit. I, I didn't like him to begin with, and everyone was all on him. It's not his fault. Like, the refs, the Bulls have lost seven games by a basket this year. Yeah. Seven. I mean, Jesus Christ, we're the reverse Vikings. If we flip those seven games, we're first in the East. Really? Yes. Seven games? Oh, yeah, true, because it would be taking seven losses away (laughs) and putting seven (laughs) wins on. Okay, I'm back. Yes, okay. And, I mean, we're not even fully healthy. But the thing is, like, our biggest crutch is a healthy Res, player. We're, we're not going to get healthy. We're not going to be healthy come anything. Yeah, we're, the, Charger, ball, we're the Chargers of the NBA. Yeah, exactly. Mike but will fuck Zach Levine. Are we the Chargers or the Vikings? Trade his ass for somebody that's the same age as Patrick Williams with equal potential. Yeah. Straight agreed. up. Yep. I think that – so the easiest way for me to just – I, I dangle keys in front of me. I'm a little child, right? Give me something that looks fun and just dangle it in front of me for a little bit. Make a move. Get me something new and shiny. And even if it doesn't happen this year or next year, put the put the little keys out in front of me so I know where to walk, you know? Exactly. It's so a great way to put it. If if it's not this year, which it obviously is not, start putting rumors out that we're going to get fucking uh who who would be who would give me the dangly keys the most? Trey Young. Trey Young would probably be the keys the most. That would be pretty wild. And because they got DeWante Murray. DeJounte. Yeah. DeJounte, DeJounte Murray. DeJounte or De, DeJounte? Uh, how do you do it? 
I say Dejounte. I, I say Dejounte. And I and I've I've I went to Kendrick a, Perkins a million times. Say Dejounte, and it's like yeah. I what? went I went to a pretty diverse high school. De, Dejounte. Okay, cool. Um, James did too. May have heard of it. Oak Park River Forest. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing on that. Yeah, for real. Uh, but yes, Trey Young would be the dangly keys. And like, look at compare compare it to any fucking sport. The Bears are dangling keys in front of me with the hope of future and different pat draft picks and trading away and like making moves in the future. That's the dangly keys there. The White Sox are just like jamming the key in my throat so we can skip them. Yeah. The Blackhawks, I couldn't uh, do enough with you. The Chicago Sky, once again, make a one pile of a playoff run and we're still moving in the right direction. Get dangled the keys. Just do enough. You know what I mean? Like for the Cubs, Dansby Swanson, Cody Bellinger. You sure you have and those, Hosmer? Yeah, and Hosmer now, and you sure have those aging questions about Hosmer. You still have the one and a half good seasons of Bellinger. Can he do anything? But at least the fucking keys are there. There's you know? there's something to look forward. Like that's just talking like the, like talking to my cousin. I'm just like, dude, like I'm excited for the Cubs. Like there's something to look forward. Are we gonna win a hundred sub games? Absolutely not. It'd be awesome, but right. absolutely not. It's like we're gonna flirt with eighty something wins. Hopefully that's the expectation. Yeah, and possibly challenge for a wild card. Hopefully the Brewers just shit the bed this year. Yeah, and the Cardinals. I don't know. I, Cardinal, well, Cardinals are going to run away with that division anyways. Yeah, very true. Yeah. I mean, you look at the defense on that team, I don't even give a fuck who's on the mound. For the Cardinals? Yeah. Yeah, that disgusting, defense dude. is stupid good. Yeah. Up the middle, on every corner, Paul Goldschmidt is a gold glove first baseman, too. You oh, got, and by the way, he was the offensive MVP this year. And also, you know, Nolan Arenado just holding down the fort at third base like nobody has yeah. in years. And, and getting 100 MB, uh, RBIs for the last, what, three, four, five yeah. seasons? Yeah, 100%. But uh, to finish off with the NBA, and then we can move on to a little baseball if anybody has anything about I, that. Kind of just covered it pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's I got to get is. in a debate with you. Oh, okay, great about our squad. Rock on. Let's uh, last things. Uh, Luka Doncic is the best player to have ever picked up a basketball in the last ten years. There were some dicey jokes on Twitter. Oh my god! Yeah, Reddit. we're gonna we're gonna right by him. We're gonna fly right by him. We're I'm not even gonna. We're not even it's gonna. Pretty funny. Nope. Don't wrote it. It's, up. it's look at, but it's dude perfect in Texas and Dallas. That's that's the only justification, but there is no justification <laughs> for it. If you guys don't know, listening that what what we're talking about. Why is about, Luka Doncic cracking a whip? Yep, there it is. Okay, moving right along. He had ninety four points in three games or something in like two games, which is outrageous. Oh, it, and by the way, in one of the games that he had sixty. He had 10 rebounds and 12 assists. Yeah, he went 60, 30-something, 51 in his in a three-game span. Insane. Dude, did you see how tired he looked? If he doesn't have MVP. Not tired, and he doesn't work out that much. That's the thing with the He's Euros. A- <laughs> it's the same thing with Jokic. Yeah. Jokic, oh, after last season, he said he was going to get fat and play Pokemon, and I was like, my guy, that guy's a fucking legend. And Doncic... His draft stock fell when he's like, yeah, it's way easier to score in the NBA. Yeah. And everyone's like, fuck you. And they took offense no, to it. Wasn't that, wasn't that more recent that he said it? No, he I said he that s- when he was 16. I thought he said it recently, not recent recently. Oh, he, but he, he doubled down on it. He's it, like, yeah, it's way easier to score in the NBA. Because I was going to bring that up. It was on an interview with J.J. Redick, and it... They posted it after his six... Like, they post reposted it after his 60 point, and they are like, 
well, this aged perfectly. Yeah. And he was like, it's so much easier because of the rules and everything. Like in Europe, there's no three-second defensive violation. Like you can just plant yourself in the league. Like imagine if Rudy Gobert could just stay in the paint the entire game. That's going to take away a couple points for you. You know, um, you know what makes me so happy about Luka and Jokic is he, both of them combined, are and Giannis, prove everything that Kobe Bryant said when he came into the NBA about European basketball, about how they're fundamentalists. They look at the game. They look at spacing. It's the same with water polo. Like, it's the same with many sports. They're tacticians about it. They know where spacing is. So if there's two defenders here, that means there's not one over here. Right. And they just throw the ball that way. When you watch Luka and Nikola Jokic or Giannis make turnovers, they're throwing the ball out of bounds where somebody should be for a wide open shot. Yes. Yes. How how else how else does Doncic get so many assists? Yeah. And you know what's crazy is if Zach Levine did refine his stroke, I think he would be a perfect B man to Giannis. Like he would be, he would be, or not Giannis, Doncic. Like he There's would be Lucas. He would be Lucas Robin. Yeah, because he would drive the lane. They could run a pick and roll with uh, what's her Powell, and then like, oh, <laughs> I'm running out of words. I I, I started. Yeah, my, you used all my of them mouth, My mouth started going. You've gone through the whole dictionary. One hundred percent. I had the play going through my mind. Yeah. So like. We'll let you draw it on a whiteboard. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna start bringing a whiteboard. Now no, that it's we have the cameras. it's the it's always yeah. sunny meme where he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like pinpointing everything. You watch Lucas on this side, Zach's on this side. Here we go. Here we go. But that's the thing is like those two guys like as a backcourt could space the floor so well with their driving ability and shooting ability. And Luca, what makes Luca different than Levine? Is Aside from having a brain. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, um, the brain's number one. Luca can actually post you up, like, tactically to draw defenders and bring you into a spot that will draw another defender. And then that person on the Mavs, because Luca is the one writing the plays, he's like, okay, if I get here and this defender crashes and I'm at the elbow, yeah, you're going straight to the cup. Yeah. If nobody follows you, I'm dishing it to you for a layup. Yeah. Same thing with Jokic. They play the game so tactically. Giannis does the same thing. Yeah. Giannis is like becoming Americanized and losing a little too bit many, of that. Too many corn dogs. Like, point Giannis could have been a thing a couple of years ago if they had leaned into it. What? Point Giannis. Like, point guard Giannis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Point guard. Got it. Could you imagine that shit? with him handling the ball and not shooting and just bringing it up court, taking somebody's ass from the top of the key to the block. Yeah. Like backing his ass into him because yeah. he's stronger than everyone anyway. Yeah. He put 55 pounds of muscle on his own body, which is stupid. He entered the league as Slenderman and is now just a Greek God. Yeah. Even though he's not Greek. All right, let's finish up Sorry. NBA. No, you're good. Um, all right, cool. What oh. do you want to get into about the White Cox? I like every single move that the White Sox have made so far. Okay. Clevenger. There's two. Great signing. And, no, it's not two. 
Getting rid of Jose Abreu hurts. Mm -hmm. And this is so controversial with every White Sox fan. Should he have been kept on the White Sox? No. Yeah. The answer is no. I don't believe so. Oh, really? I thought that was going to be a hot point of debate. No, I I had a I had a stance against not against Jose Abreu per se. I I thought that he was a lifeblood in the locker room and in the dugout and everything, and it was fun when he was having fun. But like we're not having fun. He's too soft spoken of a leader. But also he he won MVP in a sixty game season, and my thing with him was always like he'll be really good when then there's no pressure, and then he'll be really good when we're mathematically eliminated. And that was it until 2022 when, or when until 2020 when there was a 60 game season, which is the half start of the year. And he when wins he MVP. starts getting good when the weather warms up. Yeah, yeah, and he wins the MVP. So there's a there's a thin line for Jose Abreu to be MVP, and it's 60 games, and it's warm, and now it's like we have so many people that should be able to play first base that we've put in the outfield because Jose wants to be on the field. I would have loved for him to take $4 and stayed with us and maybe DH, but he would never do that. He would never want to just be a DH, and now we have to, then we would have to worry about Eloy. But why should he? He was he. Maybe Andrew Vaughn is a better defensive first baseman, but you can't say that like Jose Abreu was a bad defensive first baseman. He'll sure. play first base for the Astros. Yeah, 100% he will because they... And he's going to get 130 RBIs this year. Because they've done better roster management. Oh, yep. That's exactly it. We have no structure. We have one shortstop, 15 second bases that aren't good, a a second baseman playing third, an outfielder playing first, a DH playing first, an 85-year-old playing catcher, and then three other guys in the outfield that have no idea what outfield is. We have one, maybe two outfielders on the roster, and one of them is probably gone this year in Adam Engel. Robert's the only one who's played outfield before getting to the uh, the MLB. You know what kind of makes me happy is, like, you look at the free agency tracker now, and, like, I was watching MLB Network yesterday because I'm starting to get into, all right, it's fantasy baseball season. It's baseball season in general. We're looking forward to it because the Bulls aren't doing a fucking thing this year. Mm Mm-hmm. So right. I'm just going all in on dangle baseball. the keys again. Exactly. Yeah. And they have best center fielder like on their graphic MLB network, Adam Engel. And I'm like, wow, seriously? Oh yeah. 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 Best free agents available. Yeah. yeah and and I was, was like, you, that's how like the, the holistic MLB season, I would have never guessed that. Like okay. I didn't think he would ever get that respect defensively. Absolutely. <laughs> but what you said a couple years ago about like, Nobody's going to drug test him. He yeah. for sure yeah. did steroids, yeah. it, which is why he had all these soft tissue injuries. He I don't for care. Sure. Like, I would love to have him back. I don't think he'll be back. Well, the thing is, nobody, nobody can succeed phenomenally with drastically minimal opportunities. Lori Garcia, on the other hand, gets all of them and still treats himself like a utility player, like he'll do everything once in a while. Um, but as an everyday starter, you have to just be good. And Adam Engel never got the like benefit of the doubt when it came to putting him in pressure situations. It was always tossing him in, and he would make a defensive play, or he would make a defensive lapse because of whatever, X, Y, Z. Eloy being a dipshit. Um, 
Yeah. But to your point, in 2021, he was on the field for 60 consecutive games, I think it was, and was over a 300 hitting Mm -hmm. and was an objectively clutch hitter. Like, he got on base when we were down. He was the thing is he can steal bases. Yeah, and he was a shittier Nicky Mads, Nicky Madrigal at bat. Like, it was a little bit prettier. It was a little less consistent, but it was beneficial once he was on base. With Nick Madrigal, it's just like, okay, well, now he's on first. What's next? Nothing. You know? Yeah, exactly. Nothing. With Adam Ingle, it's like, okay, maybe he can, on a rope to the wall, maybe there's a chance something can happen. With Nicky, it's like, oh, is he going to even try for third? No. Dude, he almost had 20 homers in 2021. I know. I'm the huge Adam Engel guy here. Yeah. Because I see a lot of myself in the young lad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's very, very good. He might earn the White Sox a comp pick. But what, hey, James, welcome to the Washed Up Podcast. Are you yeah. dead? <laughs> no, I just have like... We're talking White Sox. Yeah. You know? No, but what, what do we need most and what do we have now? We needed left-handed hitting. Who's going to bat second behind Tim Anderson? Left-handed yep. Andrew Benintendi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a good signing. I agree. It's the most money you guys that have ever paid. That is a very paid. good signing. Well, remember Who when he went Who is coming to- up to play right field? Because he is a gold glove left fielder, which means Eloy is fucking designated hitting only. Maybe. Only. There was a, there was a rumor that he's going to play right. Oscar Colas is playing right, and they bought out the remainder of his minor league contract. They I wouldn't do that. So. You wouldn't start paying him MLB salary when Agreed. they have six 100%. options on him. I mean, if it's Benny, Robert, and Colas, I'd be pretty happy. I would bust a nut. And then if we just uh, put Johan at second, like the alcoholic deserves, and then bring Berger back and put him at third, Berger, T.A., Johan, Vaughn. I don't even want Johan on our team. You don't want Johan doing a lot of running over there. I don't want him doing yeah, fucking I I anything. I want him out of the city of Chicago. I want to see what's in his Gatorade bottle. And I want to sit. Yeah, I'm convinced that he's drunk. No, what, what's it from? Uh, There's a lot of Car- in it. Carlos, you drinking beer? Ah, it's Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think he is Carlos. And you know what? Like the president from the bench rumors, you're a really good baseball player. <laughs> Everyone made conclusions on Lenin Sosa after 36 plate appearances in the MLB. Yeah, but nobody wants to death grip Lurie, whatever. I'm over it. No. Please, can we not say that name? Because I know I'll fire it up you guys get to say that yeah, name yeah, 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 yeah. until spring training. You got it. Done deal. No more Dang. Lurie talk. Thank you. After I Lurie. think a platoon of Lurie and Romy <laughs> Gonzalez will be fine. Yeah, uh, does, those guys aren't getting in the trenches. I think they ain't no platoon. Brad Sosa at 22 years old could be what Marcus Simeon is. Wow, he's got that hit tool. I would love that. I fucking love Marcus Simeon. Yeah, he's fucking sick. Yeah, big fan. And I love Corey. Seager. If you look, if you look <laughs> at what their minor league stats are, and you look it out, and you map it out year by year, they are nearly identical players. Yeah, he is broken out. With time, at every single level, it takes him a little bit to adjust, but he fucking does it. Yeah. All right, let's move on to recapping uh, this week's NFL. Uh, So, Bears lose, good, solid. I'm cool with it. Totally fine. Um, The news is that Justin Fields won't be starting, so there's no way he'll break the single-season rushing record, which is a bit of a bummer, usk me. Nathan 
Peterman. Yeah, we, we we want five picks out of Nate Peterman. Like we we want it all this week. We want fumbles. Yeah, yeah. we want it. We want the we want him to break the single game interception record. We want it all. We want pick six after pick six after pick six. That so is that way, shitty our, about the rushing record though. Yeah, it is. He needed he was 60, less than a hundred yards. He's gonna break the passing record like next year. Uh no, but uh, did you see, like, uh, I saw a like, part of my day tweet, and it just said, like, the Bears have turned to one man that could solidify them getting the first pick, and it's just a montage of Nathan Peterman. Yeah, that's great. I fucking hate that the Texans have to go against, well, Derrick Henry. Yeah, Derrick Henry came back. Uh, yeah, Mike, yeah, Rab- Mike, uh, Mike Rabel could have uh, played him last week, but we're not going to get into that. One thi- I thought the Jags were playing the Titans this week. Yeah, no. they are. Uh, yeah, they are. I think this is for the end. Who, who are my the Jags? Playing? My Jags, which I said weeks ago would go to the playoffs. Yeah, you're right. Um, the Texans are playing. Come on, hold on. Standby, caller. Get over there, you bastard. Caller, what's your Why problem? Why are you being so loud in the background? <laughs> hey, this is B96. B90 dicks. Texans are playing the Colts. Oh, oh that is such a winnable game. They could do it. Oh, uh, if we get the first pick, I'm going to bust. Um, all right, so Can we trade it. No, one thing I do want exactly. to uh, call back. You remember when we were talking? It wasn't too long ago, so I hope you do. The Euro leaguers finding passes before they're open and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, there was one play that I saw on Twitter of Justin Fields. There was a perfectly run route where Velas Jones went uh, behind Claypool, but didn't have enough of the breakaway speed to get past his defender. And Justin Fields tried to throw preemptive like a premeditated he's supposed to to be the fast guy yeah and he's supposed to be the fast guy but Vilas didn't have the book it to get there because he gave up on the route right i know exactly what player so now yeah and it was in the end zone and so now that looks like and now that looks like a bad pass on justin fields like you were saying it looks like a bad turnover on Giannis or luka or Jokic when they throw it at the bench but the guy that was supposed to be there is 10 feet away from it what makes Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes? Anticipatory passing. To people that know where the ball should be and yes. where to get to. Yes, exactly. And he doesn't have receivers that are capable of being on the same level because they're not on the same skill level. Yeah. He has a bunch of wide receivers that share a single brain cell and have flaccid penises for fingers. <laughs> I think this is just going to be my Brez horn. <laughs> no, every time Brez uses like an extravagant word, let that go off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like flaccid, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anticipatory. Yeah. Equiminious. Yeah. Seriously, though, <laughs> that route was... It was... Oh, it was... You couldn't have had a touchdown served up on a silver platter like that. Yeah. If I mean, you have an NFL-level wide receiver, they run that route, and they catch the ball with not a single fucking person around them. Yeah. And it's a single shot of them in the corner of the end zone. Yeah. Um, like, come on. Yes, agreed. Uh, how do we feel about Equiminius for another year? We got him for literally less than the NFL minimum. Yeah. So, so I, I'm fine with that for depth. Yeah, I don't really care. I, as long as we just get a number one, yeah. that's all I fucking care about. And I like, I retweeted yesterday. There's a great thing. It said, "Yeah, like the Bears suck this year, but Justin Fields gave us like highlights, the big runs, like so, like the big plays." Mm-hmm. This fucking organization owes it to him to get him a number one receiver. One hundred percent. Chase Claypool is not a number one. No, he a- was invisible. Although I understand, didn't get enough time to work together. They're I disagree have- with you. What? I disagree with you completely. 
I think he's fully capable of being a number one. I think he has that skill set. He is he not has a that size. He was not the number one in Pittsburgh. Deontay Johnson was in Pickens. Of was- course he wasn't. Because Pittsburgh drafts exclusively good wide receivers. He couldn't learn the system. He was never 100%. He had a partially fucking torn hamstring. Yeah, but it would like, be it would be sick to get a no doubt number one where Claypool's no doubt number two. And Darnell yeah, Mooney. I completely agree with that. Put Darnell the th- Mooney, Darnell little, Mooney yeah, put the threes put up. The threes up. If he changes his jersey number to three, rock on. Rock on. Oh, I'll be so in it. I'll probably buy it. Yeah. Uh, would, that's what he is. I would buy that. Quickly, quickly through last week, Cowboys, Titans. Uh, score somehow seems closer than it was. Cowboys 27, Titans 13. Could have told me it was 50 to 2. Jake, Josh Dobbs threw a touchdown. Good for him. Cowboys are frauds. For sure. What is up with the fucking Dallas wide receiver core? How many tip ball interception pick sixes oh, yeah, can they yeah, allow? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, Cardinals 19, Falcons 20. I had Cardinals money line, which had been pretty sick. Thought somehow, some way, the Falcons would just throw the game. Didn't happen. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins didn't do anything for me in fantasy, which nobody cares about your fantasy teams, but I lost both championships I'm in. Not about me, He was though. out. That's what I meant. Oh, yeah. He didn't do anything for me fantasy-wise because he didn't play. There you go. I think uh, there's a good chance he's a bear next year for a third-round pick. Yeah. That'd be fucking awesome. Cool. Oh, I would come, dude. A lot of coming. A lot, lot of coming and crying. Dude. <laughs> what, we'll when, when is Kyler coming back? Week 10? Who cares about that little guy? Yeah, keep running yeah, him down. Fuck Cliff. Kyler. He's a piece of shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take it easy. He's a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> I apologize. Bronco- Fred, you didn't say he's a piece of feces. <laughs> Good one, James. Oh, smart words. <laughs> yep. Broncos 24, Chiefs 27. Really thought the Chiefs were going to blow them out. What is up with that? Both games, the Broncos had like immaculate covers. The Chiefs were busting their cheeks yeah. in the first matchup in Denver. Yep. They were up 27 nothing or whatever it was. Yeah. And... The Broncos make it like a one-score game? Like, come on. How does that happen? One thing I did like to see. And I guess it's interdivisional. One so. thing I did like to see, and I know that it's it's contrarian to the average view, is I like to see on Twitter that uh, Jerry Judy and KJ were having Russell's back. I think that was pretty cool regarding what happened just the entire season with how disappointing they were. I still have a soft spot for Russell just because of who he is. I wanted to talk so much shit about him because I drafted him and all the shit, but nobody cares about your fantasy team. I thought it was pretty cool. I just, you know what this makes me think? I'm still laughing Is yeah. that Tim Patrick was actually the one for Russell Wilson this entire time. Yeah. And he got hurt right before the season. Yes, he did. And Cortland Sutton is nothing more than a glorified three. Yeah, he he's is Devontae Darnell Parker. Mooney in disguise. He's Devontae Parker. Yeah. Where like, it's like he's a name somehow, some way. Like, Devontae Parker was Jarvis Landry's two in Miami, and everyone was like, oh, Devontae Parker. Yeah. Devontae Parker's the next big signing. No, he's not. No, yeah. he's not. Yeah, but you look at the one good season he had, like his rookie season. Yeah. It was behind Demarius Thomas, and yep. so he was getting secondary coverage. He ranked like 20th percentile yeah. in the entire NFL. All right. So, let's All keep, right. Sorry. No, you're good. Let's keep going. Dolphins 21, Patriots 23. Somehow thought the Dolphins were going to win this one. Yep. Yeah, everyone did. Colts 10, Giants 38. Fuck yeah, <laughs> Giants. 
Except uh, Daniel Jones, dude. Can you give the ball to Saquon a couple times? Everybody wants to see Saquon. Nobody Danny wants to see you. Fantasy. Shut I up, think, dude. Nobody cares about <laughs> fantasy. Uh, I think this is actually, for the franchise of the Giants, the worst possible outcome. <laughs> what they're they're, they're going to have to pay Saquon oh, and yeah. Daniel Jones. Very true. And neither of them are worth it. Yeah, very true. Um, Saints 20, Eagles 10. This is hilarious. I hammered the Eagles to cover that. So did I. I hammered Eagles money line. And I I just want it on record of how good Jalen Hurts is. He he's him. He's I a lost quarterback. So many schmeckles on the Eagles. Yeah. Fuck he's the Eagles. He's such a good quarterback. He's a good player. He keeps the team together. He's so good at his job. Gardner Minshew is just a little firecracker sometimes and it's a little too exciting. And he couldn't catch lightning in a bottle. Either week. So, see a good riddance toodaloo. Panthers 24, Bucks 30. Really thought the Panthers were going to do it, too. Can we talk about Mike Evans for a second? Yeah. 270 Holy receiving shit, yards dude. in three touchdowns. Oh, my God. Hey, that 270 yards put him over for 1,000 receiving yards for the ninth consecutive year. And he was ass for the beginning of oh, the year. He was. He sucked eggs from week four on. Yeah. He was Awful. Yeah. Browns 20. I don't know how he got a thousand yards. <laughs> Either do I. Browns 24, Commanders 10. Didn't even know this game was going on this week. I'm, I'm surprised that was on TV. I actually forgot to put a pick in for that game for my pick em pool. Ah, oh, rats. Who would you have picked? <laughs> Neither one. <laughs> Which is a why draw. I left it a draw. Like, the game sucks. James's Jacksonville Jaguars, the three Jays, 31, Texans, three. How do you feel? Go to the playoffs. And it's not like I just said, like a couple weeks ago, I'm like the Jaguars, they got the Doug Peterson magic. Is it because Urban Meyer was there at one point? No. Okay. Because, I mean, if Urban Meyer like was winning a lot with them, he kind of embarrassed I know, himself. but like it started last year in a party. He was probably like Urban Meyer's back. I'm kind of low key, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, a Jaguars guy. No, because I'm not a big Trevor Lawrence guy. Cool. Heard. It's more of just like the fact that Doug Peterson just finds ways to win. I found out the day before that Urban Meyer was going to be at the game, and I took the Texans. You moron. I'm such (laughs) a dumb fuck. Uh, 49ers 37, Raiders 34, final in OT. Brock party. Yeah, welcome to my Brock party. Um, I 100% thought the 49ers would just steamroll the Raiders with the way that things happen, but nine and a half is a lot of points for a team with all-stars. So, whatever you do with that. The over was 41. That seems like free money in hindsight. We move on. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. How many points? It was 37-34? Yeah. This is the only game that I read like a book the whole week. Jets 6, Seahawks 23. I What books are you reading? Please let me know. I hammered the Seahawks. I have no idea why. I felt it in my tums, in my plums. Um, this game was the exact opposite. Vikings 17, Packers 41. AJ Dillon is a scumbag. <laughs> He's so is Justin Jefferson. Such an ass. Oh, yeah, Justin Jefferson, dude, too. Nobody, Nobody cares about your face. No. Nobody cares about your face. I think that's Kirk the name of the episode. is a scumbag. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, two fucking points. That is, that is the name of the episode. Nobody cares about your fantasy team. Fuck you, Justin Jefferson. Jamar Chase is better than you. Fuck you. <laughs> That's not true. Justin Jefferson got you to the one seed and then didn't do anything in the championship. That's he on him. That's on him. Uh, Rams 10, Chargers 31. I'd be lying if I told you I didn't put money on the Rams. You out of here, James? I can do a better video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Fuck hilarious. 
That was pretty good. Thank you. Uh, Baker's human. What can I say? Sorry about it. No, Steelers six. He had a good run. Baker I, had a good run. You know I'm what? Hammering Rams this week though. We'll I'll get do to it, it with you. I think you have been right this entire time. I think Baker's okay. Thank you. <laughs> I've, I've had to stand by it, but like it's not so blind. You know, like he did a lot for Cleveland, and people just when, forget about. They almost it. went to the AFC Championship game, and, and yeah, they almost everybody, beat the Chiefs. Everybody's like, oh, almost only counts in hand, hand horseshoes and hand grenades. Jesus Christ, Patrick. This is a big one. Good. Thank you. But I legit think that he has the capability of being a starting quarterback and leading a team to wins. Sean McVay is the first good offensive coach he's had yeah, that's he, not overly obsessed with the run. Like, Kevin Stefanski, I also don't even think he's that good of a coach. I think he'll get canned. Oh, you think he's like the surprise fire? I think that's a surprise fire. I think they just well, start over a new era to Sean Watson. I, I, I don't see it. Um, all right, Steelers 16, Ravens th- 13. What an NFC, what an AFC North That's game. That's the one game I read like a book. The under for the Ravens, if you just took it the last, ever since Lamar went out, you would be sitting on a pile of gold. Even with Lamar. So boring. They yeah. didn't throw a touchdown pass to a wide receiver for 10 fucking weeks. All right, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Mark Andrews, Brez, you fleeced me on the trade, but I was never going to win in that league anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, neither was I. Week 18, Chiefs at Raiders, Chiefs minus 9.5, Titans at Jaguars, Jaguars minus 6.5, Fel- Buccaneers at Falcons, Falcons minus 4, Vikings at Bears, Bear- Vikings minus 7.5, Patriots at Bills, Bills minus 7, Ravens at Bengals, Bengals minus 7, Texans at Colts, Colts minus 2.5, Jets at Dolphins, Dolphins minus 2, Panthers at Saints, Saints minus 3.5, Browns at Steelers, Steelers minus 2.5, Chargers at Broncos, Broncos minus 2.5, Giants at Eagles, Eagles minus 14, Cardinals at 49ers, 49ers minus 14, Rams at Seahawks, Seahawks minus 6, Cowboys at Commanders, Cowboys minus 7, Lions at Packers, Packers minus 4.5. Fuck you, Brady, did it so fast. It's insane how fast he can do that. Yeah. He should be an auction caller. He really should. He should do... He While should wearing do, a bowling shirt. Yeah, that'd be hilarious, dude. He's got to do some content at the bowling alley. I'm sure that'd be electric. Who do you think you are? I am. All right. Um, Kirk Cousins should throw for 500 yards and eight touchdowns, and Nathan Peterman should throw for negative eight yards and five interceptions. And it will still be a three-point game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The only game that I really, like, care about here, like, to gamble on, is I want to bet the Texans' money line. That's, oh, for fandom purposes? Yeah, Absolutely. That's pretty much it. Um, that's the only pick you're going to make? No, it's not the only thing, but that's like the only game where I'm just like, uh, something matters to me here. You know, like everything else, I don't have fandom to make the playoffs. I don't have anything for seeding-wise. I have no idea what teams are looking for and who's uh, going to get what, whatever, blah, 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 blah. There is one fun thing about... Um, the Chargers-Broncos game, and the uh, Baltimore game. Uh, Baltimore plays the Bengals, and the Chargers play the Broncos. The Broncos are minus 2.5, so they think that the Bengals are just going to beat the Ravens and the Chargers don't have to play anybody. It's a seeding game. Yeah, so if Baltimore loses, the Chargers already are in, so they can sit people. So it would be... If the Bengals, well, they, they already are in. Right. 
but it would be, yes, seeding, like you said. So if the Bengals do beat the Ravens, Chargers are going to rest people. Broncos money line. But Broncos are favored two and a half, so Broncos alt spread 12. That's the only thing that I've seen. My pick of the week. I don't even give a shit what the spread is. Now that DeMar is awake, Bills. they get in the locker room, alt spread them minus two and a half touchdowns. Yeah. You think about something that will fire a team up like that is knowing your boy is okay. Right. He's going to make it through. What are they going to go do? They weren't able to play that game last week. Right. And they are going to go out and dominate. They want to play some foosball. And yeah. think about it. Like, if he is healthy enough in a few weeks to be on the sideline for the playoffs. Yeah. Bills Super Bowl, baby. Yeah, I didn't. I never wanted the Bills to win. I think that if you're a favorite to win the championship, I just don't want you to win it. No. You know? Especially so, if it's against your Eagles. I've right, never exactly. wanted a team Ca-ca. to win. Like, <clears throat> I've never wanted a team to win a championship more than I want the Bills to win now. Yeah, I feel that. And I would totally understand if they won, I'd be very happy for the whole organization. Yeah. Uh, except for Ross. No, Ross. No, Ross should not, <laughs> I'm going to like put like a, like a thing on Buffalo. Like Ross isn't allowed near the parade or anything. <laughs> um, all right, let's go through your picks. James, you got some or are you yes. still looking through? All I'm right, ready go to go. Uh, I'm going the Jaguars minus six and a half. I am going the New York Jets plus two. And then Texans money line. And then for the podcast parlay, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns plus two and a half. They want to play spoilers for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They would love to ruin them going to the playoffs. Wow. I like all those. We are so much on the same page because my lock of the week is Browns money line. There we go. Love really? That. You guys. Fuck it. Going Browns money line. Changing it. Going money line. Wow. Okay. Brez, you got yours? Yep. Bills. Whatever. <laughs> I like Bill, that. What, spread, this would be great for the doc. Whatever. Sp- spread seven. Give me minus ten. Third. Uh, Broncos money line, and let me take a little look. See again. Hmm. All right, I'll go while you wait. Rams money line against the Seahawks. Baker's going to do something to spoil the Seahawks' year. Seahawks are going to end eight and nine, and the Rams are going to end it. six and eleven. Uh, I already said Houston money line, but that's just more of a fan favorite vote for me. Um, I think Chiefs minus nine and a half at the Raiders. Raiders can't do it again. Uh, they're done. Patrick Mahomes. Actually, Chiefs don't need to play in all. Shoot. Bummer crap. Nope, we're sticking with it. Chiefs minus nine and a half. Chiefs and, do need to play. Oh, they do? Great. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and then for some reason, I think the Panthers money line against the Saints. That's it. Panthers' money line against the Saints is actually pretty spicy. Yeah. Um, I'm taking Detroit money line Sunday night. Really? Yep. Over the Packers, minus four and a half? Yep. Ooh, that's saucy. I like that a lot. I like that too much. Fire truck, dude. All right. Bills. Gimme them. Bills, Browns, and the Lions money line? Yep. Rock and roll. It's been a pleasure. Waving to the people. Toodles. Let's go Bulls. Let's go Bears. Stay hydrated this week. You really need it. Your body needs it more than you know. Um, Do things for your health, your gut health, whatever you need to do. 
Music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. Doesn't it feel so good? Peace, Feels love, good and happiness. Amen. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shotty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody love. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit break goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music. And hang loose, homie. Fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go ride out la-dee-da-dee-do I feel fucking awesome Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go ride out la-dee-da-dee-do I feel fucking awesome I'm, I'ma tell you all why Ain't felt like this for a long time Can't think with the wrong mind Can't drift to the wrong tide Can't sink if it's all dry Land, one day you gotta learn to fly Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord Won't quit till it's all mine, on oh God I've been steady trying to get in my way That's the only way that I get down Ever since I focused on my mindset Got it, good, good.